Hi everyone, it's Lily. Thank you for tuning in to Red Flags Make Cute Scarves. We have a very special guest for you today, Scott Davey from Love After Lockup of Scott and Lizzie. We do want to warn you that there is some racially offensive language in this episode, and it is in regards to Scott retelling a story of some things that were said to him um, when he and Lizzie went to a hotel. So if you don't want to hear that part, please, um, when he starts talking about the hotel they went to at first, when she first got out of prison, just fast forward a little bit through that. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you enjoy it. Here's Scott. Hello? Scott? Yes, this is Tim. Hi, it's Lily from Red Flags Make Cute Scarves. How are you? Okay, um, this is Lily. This is um, Lily. <laughs> okay, now what would you like to discuss? Well, maybe, I kind of... Maybe, how, about, how about, what would you like to discuss? Maybe the freaking truth? <laughs> well, I kind of wanted to discuss your experience on Love After Lockup, your experience with Lizzie, mm-hmm. and what you're doing now. Are you okay with that? Yeah, I find it, and if it, if it does seem like it's going to infringe for the show, and, and I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you 100% honesty. Okay, now, if you want, you can stick on a freaking polygon. I don't care. Okay? So, whatever she's saying, if it's true, I'm going to say it's true. If she's saying it's true and it's false, I'm going to say it's false. Okay. Okay? Well, so, I'm not sure if you spoke to her or not. I haven't. At all? Or, okay, she's probably too good for you guys now. <laughs> because she's the super fan. That's her. Okay. That's what she rolls. But anyways... I talk way too much, and if I get out of direction, you got to like kind of like reel me back in and push me back in the right direction. Okay, that's perfect. We love talking too much. Um, your storyline is definitely important to us, and um, we want to hear what you have to say. And if there's a question you can't answer, just tell us you can't answer that. And it's about eighty-five degrees out here. It was hot here too. Where where are you? Where do you live now? I'm in between uh, Los Angeles and Santa Barbara. Okay, and how are things going with the COVID-19 stuff out there? Has that affected your work or anything? Yeah, actually, it has. Um, you know, we slowed down, but I got a really cool boss, and uh, he's doing what he can. So, well, actually, that- you know, if I, if, if, if I fall a little short, he might still be a little extra money. But I, I am pulling my unemployment. So, what he's trying to do is, is you know, the minus, you know, it's illegal, you know, whatever, but... but Whatever I'm missing on my paycheck, he'll maybe, you know, give me like a day's worth of work here and there to kind of well, help out. Really nice man. He, he puts up with me. He sounds nice. We need people like this um, or like yeah, that he, right now. We're all he's impacted. A really yes, he, he, puts up with the, the, he puts up with the filming um, and stuff like that. So let's get into a little bit, if you don't mind me asking, um, and I've, I've followed your storyline. I'm, I'm a fan of the show, obviously. Um, how did, mm-hmm. how did you come to be on Love After Lockup? Were you contacted? Did you contact them? Um, no, really what, what had happened is they had sent out like a, it looked like a mass flyer, maybe to the prison. So they got on the prison pal, prison pal website and I guess they started like writing random women. Mm-hmm. Instead, he's in a way, and then um, she had said, "Hey, you know, hey, 
you know, hey, would you like to do this? And I said, well, I'll give him a call. So I went to him and I gave him a call. Um, you know, the first letter she had, she had sent me, she said, one of her dreams was to be on TV, right? And I guess in a way I accomplished that dream, okay? And I got kicked in the balls. I mean, every other one we tapped down, this guy did this for me. He got, he got me on TV, but no, not her. So let's back up a little bit. Like there, there was a time when you were very much in love with Lizzie. You, how, how long did you all talk before she got out of jail? Ooh, about three years. Okay. And do you feel like you were misled when you were talking while she was in jail? Or do you feel like what she told you was pretty accurate? Okay. Um, here's basically how it was. Okay. I've been in prison too, so I kind of know what goes on. I knew she had a, a heroin addiction, okay? Like, I didn't like it, but I put up with it, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and she says, you know, she, I knew he was writing tricks the whole time, right? That's what she says. I did not know she was writing tricks the whole time. About eight, nine months into it, she said, oh, you know, you're the only one. And I got all these letters to prove it. You're the only one. There's nobody else. Right, so I'm sitting here, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm paying out drug debt. I never said here's money to do drugs. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was paying out because she said, "Oh, get me and this and that," you know. And I'm a nice guy, so yeah, I paid. Yeah, but I did not know. She's acting like you know. She's saying I knew the whole time. No, I did not know the whole time. So when. So one of the first things we saw of her getting out of prison was when she jumped on you and she knocked your teeth out. Was was that real or was that produced? That was completely real. Oh, wow. Completely. <laughs> I had just got that, that partial thing. I don't know what a state plate. I don't know what this thing was. They made me. But the grass was kind of wet. Mm-hmm. And I had a really, really slick shoes on. And when she jumped up on me... She she hit me full force, right? You know, one hundred sixty five pounds on wet grass, and basically I, I couldn't keep my footing. I tried, I slipped backwards. She hit her head on my mouth, and we rolled down. We really rolled down the hill, and she had just put on those white clothes. And I'm, I think she was mad, but she wasn't mad. But I think in real life she would have been pissed. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm assuming that that was a bridge or something that was very expensive. So I, I would have been pissed if that had been knocked out of my <laughs> mouth. I don't, I don't know why she would have been um, pissed. Was it kind of sexy that she greeted you that enthusiastically? Well, I was surprised. I really was because I thought I was. I thought she was going to, you know, get Jasmine first. I really did, mm-hmm. and that's why I was kind of shocked. Because I was standing right next to Jasmine. And then, you know, she jumped on me and my, my bridge was flying out into the freaking bushes or whatever that was out there, the, 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 whatever that was, a stream mm-hmm. or whatever. But yeah, I was surprised that she, she jumped on me first. So were you more pissed or excited? Were you more pissed about the teeth or excited to see her? I don't care about the teeth. It was, that, <laughs> that was no big deal. That, it's me. I'll just, you know, I'll just, I'll just get another pair and lose those two. So it doesn't matter. Gotcha. You know, but, yeah, I, I do not get mad about things like that. So did That's you a, ever see any kind of red flags, like when you guys went to the convenience store? And I, it was quite a bit of money just at a convenience store. Was was that a red flag, or were you just trying to make her happy, And which is understandable, too? 
Well, no, because I, I made a promise. She wanted a a, a, a watermelon icy or slushy or whatever this thing is, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I made a I said, hey, you know, I'll take you to, you know, a convenience store or wherever you want to go. And you just get all the crap you want, you know? And it How? was, you know, he did it. And that, was, and that was great. That was fine. I didn't have a problem with it. A lot of people did have a problem with it. Well, no, I didn't have a problem. How much money did you spend at that convenience store? Um, maybe a hundred bucks, 125. But then she got a few lottery tickets. I think she got like, like one of these lottery tickets. That was, that was like off camera. I don't and know. If, I think they filmed it. They I never think they that did. Art. I thought that there, it was a lot more than that. Yeah, well, no, it was with the lottery tickets. But I think she got one of these lottery tickets, actually. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, I know I know she did, and I don't know if she if they aired it or not. I, I do remember saying that because I remember thinking, wow, that's a lot of money at a convenience store. And if yeah. I could back up a little bit, before that, yes. while she was incarcerated, how much money had you spent in all? Okay, in all. She comes out, you know, she's telling people, like, 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 I spent, you know, $100,000 on drugs for her. No, that's mm-hmm. false. Because, you know, right before we actually, uh, right about the same time as she got the flyer, right, she picked up another charge, actually three charges. It was 0.1 gram of heroin, 0.2 grams of meth, and a cell phone, which was really going to carry, carry 12 more years. Okay? She had a public defender, and she was going to sign on eight years wow. for her. <laughs> Well, stop it, dude. <laughs> um, um, yeah, he was, he was going to sell on eight years for it. That was my dog. Um, so I basically sold, I sold a Corvette. Okay? That was about $60,000 from that lawyer. And that was, that, was the bulk, that was the bulk of the money. Because at the end of the day... And Scott, if you don't mind me asking, did you just save a lot or are you rich? No, no, no. I'm not rich. I'm not rich. I work. I work hard for my money. I save some, but I had a lot of stuff. I had a lot of, you know, cars. Um, that's where most of the money came. And you sold those things to to help her with lawyer fees and things that she needed. And and it's important, yeah. But I sold like my prize possession. I had ten years of my life. With you know, and she said, "I will always love you." Mm-hmm. I believe it. But so the money day, and. I'm sorry, and I don't mean to harp on the money, but that's a yes. lot of money to me anyway. So the money that mm-hmm. came from what you had saved, what you earned, what, what do you do for a job, if you don't mind me asking? I actually drive a, a gravel truck, a cement truck. And so it came from what you had saved from work and then from things like cars you had collected and, and possessions you had collected. You sold those to, to help Lizzie. With her fee, yes. her legal fees, yes. and, and supporting her in prison. Okay. Yes. And so, when she got out of prison, and what we saw on the show is that you all went and, and stayed at a hotel. And how did that go? What did what didn't we see? What didn't you see? Mm-hmm. Um, the the first hotel, um, you know, it was it, it, it was really wrong. Um, we were doing some filming in the hallway, and I guess we had asked this, this, this couple if they could wait like two seconds, mm-hmm. you know, but then, so we could film this. And then as we passed in my room, they said, oh, that fucking nigger is <gasps> filming with that freaking nigger lover in the hallway. And oh, my goodness. And they went downstairs and told the manager, right? 
So I had paid for this freaking room for the week. They come upstairs and they say, you got 10 minutes to pack your stuff in here. I was like, what? They say, because you filmed in the hallway. So I go downstairs, well, give me my, give me my money then. And they said, no. So the like, hotel was racist against, against the two of you staying there? Yeah. No, it was, they called her a nigger and I was a nigger lover. Excuse the language. The hotel, the management okay. of the hotel said mm-hmm. that. In the hotel, yes. And then when I'm walking out, I think And that's crappy. Can we give a shout out to the name of that racist hotel so that no one stays there? I do not, I do, I do not want to do that just because it's, 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 it's just, it's not the whole chain. It's that one hotel because we had great stays in all the other hotels like that. Great stays. Mm-hmm. But that one, that we got basically told to leave as we were walking out. There's a manager of the hotel was down at the bar with all the, the people I guess that complained or didn't complain. And they're like, uh, uh, there's the nigger lover. Wow. And I'm like, really? But it was a big nightmare because now they had to, the studio had to come in and, and you know, some of the subhead people were really pissed off about this. Because now we packed all our stuff late at night and they got to find us a new hotel. And I had paid for this hotel for the week. That's insane, and that's terrible. I didn't know that people even said things like that anymore. Yeah, it was basically when they're walking out, they look right at me and said, "Oh, where's like, where's the nigger?" And there's the nigger lever, some bullshit like that. And I was shocked. You know, I mean, I was shocked. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna hit this bull. Mm-hmm. Really? Because I mean, I've been in prison. Do you know what? I won't put it. I'm sorry. And I'm not racist at all. I might make a comment here and there, like, you know, when I said my, what my favorite color was, I think it was African. So you, was ha- you had to pay for the hotel and not the show. They didn't help you with those expenses. No, what the deal was, um, if we were filming, which we were filming most of the time. Okay. The deal was when we're filming, they're paying. Okay. But if we have like a day off or want a day off, I'm paying the room it was no big deal you know because you know that was it it was cool that's understood so okay, i could so, get a little nice a little you know not as nice room. so let's move on to the the hotel that you actually that we saw you staying at and lizzie swimming and your son and i believe jasmine was there and, and were you all having a good time um well not exactly because when she said it's all in your head, and, and I said, you know, um, you put your head down. Okay, and the whole story was is um, we went to uh, we went out to eat with the with the crew. Okay, and probably fifteen of us, maybe twenty of us. And she asked, "Hey Scott, can I sit with my daughter alone?" And I said, "I said, honey, of course, whatever you want. You know, spend 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 time with your daughter." So me and my son sat at the other end of the table, and she sat there and she bullshitted with every other freaking male that was there and hardly talked to her daughter. And when I walked by her, she put her, she put her head down like I was disgusting. That's where that came from. Straight disgusting. And right there, I was like, whoa, there's something wrong. Because right after, you know, she knocked out my tooth, we got in the mm-hmm. car, hardly talked to me. Wouldn't even hold my hand. She just, she just pushed away up against the corner of the car. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Completely ignored me. And I never understood why. I said, you know, we went through all this. I helped you. And you promised. 
You promise all these things to me. And then at the end, I get called a liar. And that's, it sucked. It really did. But that's where the, you, I said, you put your head down. Now, now everyone else is feeling the same way too. After all this, I can understand, okay, she hasn't, she hasn't been outside. I'm not pushing her. I've been through that before. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm not pushing her in any way, any way at all. But that's only human nature. You know, put your head down and she looked at me like, that's disgusting. So let's back up a little bit more. There was a scene where you all went out to dinner and the credit card got declined. Was that produced or was that real also? No, that was, that that was, that was real. That was real. I had, I probably had three different credit cards. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes maybe when you're, when you're out of state and it's, you know, it's a California card. So I, I gave them the card and sometimes they'll say, Oh, what's this charge coming out of Wisconsin for? You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, no. Okay, now they'll, they'll put a stop on the card. Because I had called on the other cards saying, I'm going to be in Wisconsin for the next month. So this wouldn't happen. So on that card that I gave, there was money on it, but they just blocked it. So it wasn't necessarily a lack of funds. It was just a, it was a fraud protection type thing. It was a fraud protection type, type you know, kind of thing. It was, there was other money on my cards. But I'm not going to stick, you know, you know, everything in the one, you know, on one card. But yeah, that's what happened. So let me ask you a very personal question, and you can decline to answer. But it was implied on the show that you all were not intimate in the hotel, or during that. that is, is that correct? That is that is one hundred percent correct. Okay. One hundred percent. I never, I never, you know, she never gave me a boob shot or rubbed on me. I mean, um, you know, like, she might give me, like, like, a little tiny kiss. That's it. But it was even, she didn't want to hold my hand or nothing. Nothing. Were you, were you ever intimate after that? No, we were not. And did that surprise you? Well, no, because I kind of thought, well, okay, she's been gone a long time. Okay? She's been gone a long time. So I think, okay, well, she, they should have having problems, you know? So I... I said to them, I didn't have a problem with that. I said, you know, whatever it takes. I waited this long, whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, it sucked. I'm not going to say it didn't suck, but people don't understand. It wasn't about the sex. It right. never was. You know, because I, okay, when I first started lightning, you know, she sent me pictures on the thing. Like, oh, gorgeous. You know? And I'm thinking, all these pictures are bullshit. Okay, there's no way. They're, they're just bullshit. I'm writing some toothless lady I don't freaking know. Okay, so I fell in love with the person I was writing and the person on the phone. I did not even see the picture of her. So that's a huge difference. So were you writing anyone else while you were writing Lizzie? No, no I wasn't. Never? You just started writing Lizzie and it worked out? I said, I mean, I started writing Lizzie, and I, I she seen a sucker. She seen a she she seen a truly nice guy. She really did. And I'm not saying I'm the best guy, but I, I'm a real nice guy. Too nice. People walk on me. That's just me. It sounds like you were very, very much in love with her. Yes, I was. Uh, I really was. And so, when do you think things started to go? When did you start to realize that maybe... Do you feel like you were used by Lizzie? Let me just ask that point blank. 
Point blank? Uh, yes, I do. And when? And I can, when I can, did I can you? Why. When did you start to realize that? And I have these letters to prove it. About a month before she got out, she actually said she didn't want me at the release. And she, I have these letters stating just this. It says, you know what? When I say I love you, it's only acting. And she said, I had to love you. And that was like a month before the release. And that just So if she was saying that, why did you still go pick her up? That wasn't a red flag at the time? Well, I mean, yeah, it was. It was a red flag, but we're, we're, we, we have, you know, we're, we're going to go shoot. You know, we're going to do this. I didn't see them what I'm mm-hmm. thinking, okay, maybe it's her because she's been incarcerated. She's just getting a little scared. Right. Okay. And I think she's just getting scared of maybe, of maybe someone actually accepting her for, you know, the, 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 the IV drug use. I mean, the, the heroin use, just everything. Because I was, I was prepared for this woman to, you know, be sick, to have AIDS or something. I was prepared for that. And I was like, you know what? If she has it, fucking fine. I still love her. And I would have. So you would have still been with Lizzie if she had had AIDS. You thought that that was a possibility. Yes, I did. I really did. I really did. That sounds crazy. But it's true because because I'm not saying she has it. Okay. But far from that. Okay. It's just IV drug use in prisons is astronomical. And needles needles are shared. If she had, you know, she. She had, she had stated that two needles are shit. But yes, if she was sick, fine be it. I would have okay. still loved her. I still, I still would have stuck with it. So looking back, why do you think she didn't want you at her release? To be honest, that's true. Yeah. Um, I did, I did not look good enough for her. That's the truth. Oh. I know people are going to say that's BS, but it's the truth. Okay, because you can see, okay, look, you know, when you're with somebody, uh, uh, okay, sex is great, but the only way you truly know how someone feels about you is the way they hug you. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's the hug. And it, it, wasn't, it wasn't there. It was not like a hug. It was like, uh, the worst. That's how it felt. It, it felt like she... Just, just like, like I was gross. So Lizzie has a lot of, she has a big following. She's very charismatic. Um, she, you know, she has a lot of fans. Do you think that she is different in front of cameras than she is in private? 100% different. Okay. How so? What you are seeing is a lie. Because she only, she only lets people see what she wants them to see. Okay? Period. Bottom line. Okay? Because what she says about me, it's horrible. She does not have to say half the things she says about me. All she would have had to say is, look, Scott's a great guy. He'll make a great husband. But it's just not for me. I would have accepted it. But not all this, this crap she has put out there about me. It's unfair and it's not right. Because one of her messages after she got out, she said... Well, you're standing my way. I was standing her way of her being famous. So I was going to have to be eliminated. That's, that's, and this thing, these are one of the things I will go on a polygraph. Okay. And only one person has to take a polygraph. Correct. I, I don't know the laws about a polygraph. <laughs> the, the, the polygraph is, <laughs> who's lying. 
You ask me the question, if it's, you know, if it's true or false, it's true. So what about the, when we saw one of the last scenes when she was saying that she was clean and you both took a drug test and she passed and you failed? Do you think she had a little bit of a point there? Uh, another honest got truth? Charlene yeah. said she cheated. Uh, oh, Charlene wow. said she cheated. She cheated because it was weird. Okay, look. When she came and she slapped me, right? Okay, mm-hmm. I thought, you know, she this woman's reaching out her purse. I was like, oh, a woman's going to buy me something. She gave me a freaking gift. And she slaps me. You know how, like, like hurtful that was? It wasn't the slap. It was the fact I was going to get something. Like, someone cared about me. Like, I was going to get something great. And she hits me like that. And it was like, it just, it sucked. It shook me. I was going to cry. I really did. Because it, 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 was, it was so fucking hurtful. to my language. And it was like, if she did not care. And I never cheated on her. I never slept with Jasmine. Never. And that's, you know, that's the thing. Really, thing with ja- you just said you never slept with Jasmine. That's her daughter. Did you mean um, the no, other no, woman? No, 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 oh, no, not that Jasmine. The other okay. Jasmine either. Okay. The one I shot with Dylan on the end. I the understand. End of season two. Okay, that's Jasmine, not her daughter. Okay, no, gotcha. that would just be freaking Okay, no, that's, don't get that out there. Understood, <laughs> understood. Okay. So, who was that woman? Were you all to, together or just friends? Honestly, we're just friends. You're she still friends. Knows, she, she, she rode bikes. I like. I have a lot of bikes. I used to race bikes a couple years ago. I used to own a bike track. She liked bikes, and basically, I had a bunch of old bikes, and I was going to go, go take them down and give them to the homeless. Because they, you know, they, that's their transportation. And it was funny that I gave. I had given her a bike, and this other lady. Needed one more. But she didn't have one. Jasmine did not have one. Jasmine gave that bike to the other lady. And I was really I was really impressed with that. And I said, you know what? I don't really know you. I go, check this out. I go, come to my house and I'll show you a line of bikes you can pick, pick up any bike in that line. I probably have twenty five bikes. I said, You can pick out any bike you want. And she picked out a bike, I said, Here. But hold on, That's Scott. You. Are you doing is part of you doing this bef- because you're attracted to these women, and that's understandable. Is is no, part of this no, like no, a way no. in to to maybe date her? No, no, it was it was not like that. It was I seen her. You know, she just grabbed the bike. Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't know who it was. I said, "Here, this a bike, guys." And she grabbed it, and I was looking over there, and she gave the bike away to some other lady. And I was like, "Why did you do that?" She was, "Well, she needed it more. I'm young. I can walk." And I seen something that that's why I said, you know, just just come on my house, not like not like a creeper thing. You know, you and your friend come on my house, you know, and I will give you any bike you choose. And she chose bike and I gave it to her. And that's she was nice. really you know, she was really impressed with that. Yeah, that's a really nice thing to do. Um what do you think <sighs> concerning Lizzie, what what is the thing that hurt you the most? Okay. Uh, okay. The thing that hurt me the most is, uh, uh, you ever hear the, the, the thing when I said, when I asked her, when they asked about Chris with the K, you ever hear all that deal? I don't Chris think so. Okay. Well, that was on one of her, one of her interviews was the question about Chris with the K. Um, 
I was in out of Wisconsin one day. I was on the plane, and she's dating the guy, going out with him. And you all were and supposed, that's, supposed to be together. No, she had she had done me already. I was on the plane, and her and, and, and her birthday was actually like in two days, right? And she all would do something like that. No, I don't. I'm not saying she did, but she she told me, yeah. She goes first. She said, "Well, I went out." You no, know, she goes. What did she say? She goes, I went on AJ with this guy. But he grabbed my ass, so I slapped. But then, later on, it turns out, she went and got a hamburger first with him, and then went on a date. I say, the hamburger's a date. Straight up. And he was taking her, he was taking her places and doing this and doing that with it. And it was fucked up. It was truly fucked up. If you didn't do that, don't freaking tell me to hurt me. That's what I didn't understand. She's saying, I cheat, and, I, and she slapped me. And she took tricks home with her. She meant that she took tricks home with her. When? And we're still still receiving money from her. After she got out of jail? Yes. Yes. So that's a big accusation. You're saying that after she got out of jail, Lizzie was taking, she was prostituting. Not prostituting. Well, in a way, I don't know if she was sleeping with these men or not. But it was some of the same men that she was writing in prison. Okay, now Portage, where she lives, it's kind of weird. Some, a couple of the main men live like 45 minutes one way and 45 minutes the other way. And that's really strange, isn't it? You know, so that's, I'm not saying, you know, she's, she's a prostitute or nothing like that. I say she might have been taking money, um, but there's a lady that was called Shooting Diggers. I don't know if you've ever heard of her. She kind of, she did another, um, Kind of an internet thing, you know, on the reality stars. So, let me back up a little bit. Help us understand what tricks are. I'm sorry if I jumped to the word prostitute too quickly. What is a trick? (laughs) A trick is, uh, uh, I guess how you want to put it, is a guy that's too nice that basically helps out a woman. So, are you a trick, Scott? You sound awfully nice and help out a lot of women. Hell yeah, I'm a trick. Okay. I'm a trick. I'm a a sucker. Okay, so I may have jumped to the word prostitute too quickly. That's not what you were implying, so I apologize. No, I'm just not familiar was, with the terminology. Was, it was more of a trick, like guys that are stupid enough to, you know, give them money. And just like, I'm not saying she slept them. I'm not saying she did it. Okay, that's her business. But yes, she took tricks home and she laughed about it. So we were. So when I heard that, I was thinking of turning tricks. Which okay, so I was thinking of the wrong thing. So. What what yes. do you get in return, or what do tricks get in return for helping these women out? And and it almost sounds like Scott and I don't know you, and I'm saying this in a very nice way, maybe for for you to reflect that. Do you think that maybe your love language is gifts, and maybe you you see a woman and you like her, and you try to buy her affection a little bit, and then if that doesn't work out, you mm-hmm. get disappointed. No, no, completely false. Okay. She, she would beg me and ask me, say, oh, I have these drugs that stuff. They're going to kill me constantly. And I'm like thinking, I'm thinking, you know what? I'm thinking this. I'm thinking, you know what? She's going to get out of prison, okay? And prison, I've been there. It, it was federal, but I was, been, I was there. Why you were you in prison? Why was I in prison? Mm-hmm. Um, I had an issue with... Uh, Okay, I broke I broke into a few ATMs. Okay, I'm not going to say the amount of them, but a, a lot of ATMs. 
Okay, so it was not considered bank robbery. It was considered bank burglary. How much money and did you get out of those ATMs? I didn't save much of that money, but there was, uh, there was, I think there was over twenty-year period. I think it was thirty-four over twenty-year period. And was this how you were able to help fund some of um, Lizzie's expenses? <laughs> no, that was okay. no. It was not. It was, it was not that money because this was. I was in. I was incarcerated in like two thousand one to two thousand six. Okay. I didn't hear until two thousand two. The feds cleaned me out already. I had a couple cars here and there, but they 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 did a they did a pretty nice job on freaking destroying me. You know, and 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 it's really funny because. You have these other guys that say, oh, you know, I've been in prison. I can't make it, you know, this and that. I've learned to read and write in prison, okay? I could barely pass the test for the commercial license, barely. But I had a roommate that was like, you know, he was black, older man, and he said, he said, you can't read and write. I said, barely. And he said, well, I was the same way. And he was just finishing up 25 years. He said, what do you do for the next five years? I go, I don't know. I'm learning how to read, right? He said, okay, let's do it. So from what I got now... It's not great, but I can get by. Huge I think that's great that you bettered yourself in prison like that. That's that's an accomplishment. And, you use the time to to better yourself. That's wonderful. And it wasn't it, it wasn't because I was stupid. It was from a head injury. Okay, I do stutter from that head injury when I was when I was young. It was a bad it was a bad head injury. They said your kid's probably going to be completely dumb, Aww. or there's going to be issues with them. But you know what? I was like, you know, hey, you know, hey, hell with I stutter. Who cares? I just, you know, I, 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 I found a little It's still there. It's just be bad. I could say one word instead of like 15. But I found that little group of friends that were freaking cool. We were all, we were all outcasts. We all had bald heads. You know, we were like, we were the kids that weren't invited to the parties until we made our own parties. And our party became cool. But then all the jocks wanted to go to our parties. And then we stole their girlfriends, and I used to stuttering against me, saying, hey, you guys know, you know, stutter at me. And all the girls would say, oh, you're so mean to them. <laughs> but they're doing that on purpose. No, mean to you. I'm not tired. I'm going to say, uh, uh, I'm going to take a freebie. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I think it sounds like you had some things to overcome and that you've done really well with that. Um, I've, done extremely, I've done extremely well, but I'm not saying I don't get depressed over it. I still do. And it's not going to be a thing. It's just a me thing. It's just being picked, picked on, you know, when I was younger my whole life. And, and just, you know, learning to accept it. And shitty people, they're out there. They are. And everyone has insecurities, Scott. You sound like a really nice guy. I will have to say, when Lizzie did the makeover, that was like a... It's not called 360 because that would be all the way. It's a 180 <laughs> turnaround. Um, yeah, have you yeah, kept yeah. that look up? Like, that was a really good look for you, I thought. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Actually, I did. I did. Good. I, I keep it up. I, I still keep it up. I mean, my clothes are getting a little battered right now because, yes, I just got done paying off this mess about two months ago. The Everything, mess with Lizzie? I, I, I am square. I am square because I had taxes to pay on all this crap and just everything. The credit cards, everything. I did not. I did not file bankruptcy. I pulled it off some freaking way. Working three jobs, I pulled it off. Like, I am tired. I'm beat to hell. But you know what? They paid it off. And it's my fault. I'm not blaming her because if I would have just said no, she would have left. Straight up, she would have left. And she said that already. She would have left. And I was a stupid one 
for for believing in her. So you let me I mean? ask I, you if when's the last time you talked to Lizzie? Uh, it's been over a year that I've talked to Lizzie. And if you if you could say if she listens to this and you could say anything to her, what would you say? Um well I I would basically say, uh, look, my whole goal was to make her happy, stand off drugs, and give her her daughter back, okay? Now, um, if it took my Corvette to get her a little two-year sentence with 580 days suspended, that was in California, she was constant 18 months, she had a drug program, she was out in six, okay? End of the day, I made her happy. I gave her her daughter back. And that's it. I'm not... I'm not mad at her for what she did when she was in prison. I understood that. I'm mad at her for what she did to me when she was out of prison. I paid all her bills up to July. Well, sorry, June. Mm-hmm. Okay? I helped her with her money. I gave her, I gave her grocery money. Uh, she talked to me every day. She sent me pictures. said, you know, I love you. And that's a whole year she was out. And I was thinking, okay, she's going to come around. 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 And she never did. She was just, she was just dating other people. Getting money from the circuit. That's what sucked. Because the first time I told her I cannot do it, she said, fuck you. And she found the phone down. That was the last time I heard from her until she came out to California. So you felt like if if you ever said no, you would lose her? Not feel like I knew. I knew. So did you feel more like her... her romantic partner or her friend or her father figure i mean does was I there a romantic like you felt like her I bitch like that's a very honest I answer like i mean hey honesty i felt like her bitch she seen someone she seen someone that loved her so much that would do anything for her give up give up their freaking car give up their their, their freaking sandy give up their health working you know working two jobs you know, hardly even hardly even coming home and and she's seen this and she took advantage of it. She really did. And when she calls me, when she says that, oh, she forced the money down my throat, this and that, I was responsible for a drug habit. That's messed up. It really is. You, I never forced money down my throat. You did say on, on the show that when she said that she needed money for heroin, you sent it to her. But that was, you said, mm-hmm. because you, well, you felt was, like she would get sick. Was, well, yeah, well, I knew she would get sick. I knew she'd get sick, but that was a thing where she is basically, she's getting front. I don't know if you know what a front is, okay? That's getting heroin up front without mm-hmm. being paid. And then I get, I get calls. I had physical calls. I had physical people show up at my house wanting her money. Oh, my gosh. That's how bad it was. That's how bad it was. And I'm saying, please, honey, just stop it. Can you please stop it? If you cared about me, love me, just stop it. So you and were kind of, from your perspective, put in a position where, for your own safety, you had to to send the money so she could pay these people. Well, she was saying this. Yeah, no, she said it was for her safety, mm-hmm. not my safety. But well, if they were showing up at your house, that's pretty threatening. Yeah, one time, one time, and then some others, you know, some other stuff. where they wanted me to carry stuff in a visitation, I refused. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I would bring her, I would bring her in tobacco or some jewelry. I'm going to lie about that. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a good mother. I'm not going to go to prison for that. That's just stupid. 
so let me ask you, what have you learned from this? What would you do? So let me, hold on, let me back up. Would you ever, is there a lady in your life right now romantically? Um, yeah, there is. You know, and yeah, she's, she's real cool, but it's kind of weird. I stuck myself in the same situation in a way. Um, we've been talking for a few months. Really nice woman. You know, she has a job. She, she's been in the, she, she's in the industry. Um, you know, she was a, she was a dancer on, on, um, you know, the George Michael videos the Prince videos. She did work on days of our lives and she did, she did. Can we have her name? Um, her name is Angela and she does some work with Nick right now. Can we have her last name? I'm going to go to Angela. So people, people look at my Facebook. (laughs) Okay. And well, you know, actually, you know what? No, no, I'm going to take that back because she did post the other day. Okay. She, she posted um, in relationship with me, Angela Hill. Angela Hill. Okay. Scott's girlfriend. Angela Hill. And, and that was, and she was using before that, she was using Angela Carter. Okay. okay. But it is Angela Hill. And she's a, she's a great woman. She really is. Sometimes I think she gets a little like, 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 like not possessive, but scared. Like, I'm like this freaking hot cat that always been around me. I'm telling Angela, I'm a hot cat, I'm a hot mess. Well, but that's you know good. Goes, let, her, let her think that, Scott. You know, so, just like she goes, Scott, she goes, like, I was going through the channel. She was, she was watching the other show. She was going through the channel and see the promo. And she said, I instantly fell in love with you. And I said, okay, this is great. I don't want to be catfished or not. She hasn't asked me for a dime. It's like she's, helped, she's actually helped me out a couple of times. She sounds pretty Remember successful. How is she different from Lizzie? Are you all, do you all have a, a more romantic relationship? Uh, yeah, it, it, see, we were going to meet uh, in actually April, but the stupid corona thing came out. So she had bought plane tickets and come out here. Okay. I said, I'm going to come and visit. You know, I said, that's freaking great. I said, then the, cor- then the freaking cor- uh, corona thing came out. There's my study. Um, I was a hell drive. She's like, no, I can't drive three days. <laughs> And I'm working, you know, here and there where she's, she's able to work at her house right now just from the, for the business she has. Um, they take like a marketing business, but uh, uh, she I can't drive three days. But she's about ready to. I'm sure if I asked her now, she would, honestly. Because she, uh, I guess that's true love, I guess. We'll see when you meet. That might be. And maybe you've, you've learned, and I, and I can't speak for you, but sometimes things are different in person, but... I think that I speak for everyone that when we wish you a lot of happiness and I just have a couple yeah. more questions, if you don't mind, I won't take up too much more of your time. If someone, if someone, if someone came to you and said, Scott, should I be on a reality show about my relationship? What would you say? I would say be prepared. I would say really be prepared to be, to be honest. Because you know what, it's 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 hard. to see, it's okay. It, it's hard to cover up lies. It really is. So that's why I am been one hundred percent true. And I told him when I first did this, only way I will do this is if it's if it's honest. Because I don't want later on saying this. She said that. No, it's honesty. And she was portrayed as the way she truly is, and she did not like it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's and that thing is. Just trash and he came from it. It was it was hurtful. They, I did all this for you, and you're gonna just call me all these freaking names. I mean, to, to in public and you know and, and all this other stuff. And it's like, but when I gave her, that was my fault. 
Okay, that was my fault. Okay, I shouldn't have do it. But when she got out, she shouldn't have done that to me if she if she did not love me. That do wasn't you? fair. It wasn't, that put that put me another forty thousand dollars in debt because from her release, everything else, I went about hundred and fifty five thousand in the day. And that's what with that's paying her half of the money from the show, which I did I did more more than half. I gave her I think all of season one. I got that in letters. I gave her most of season two. If you had known she, years ago what you knew you knew now, but do you regret ever getting involved with Lizzie, ever being on the show, ever writing Lizzie, anything like that? Do you regret it? Honestly, no, I don't. I would do it again. That sounds freaking nuts, but I would. I would do it again. Because, look, there's, there's women in there, okay, um, that truly just want a pen pal, someone to write, someone to talk to, someone to care, someone to send them 40, 50 bucks a month. There are a lot of women out there. She gives those women a bad name, a very bad name. And she boasts, ah, I used all these men. And like, how, how are people supposed to view you when you say it like that, when you laugh, it should have been, look, I'm sorry. I just always been, there was never an apology. There was never a thank you for selling your car. There was never a thank you for giving your daughter back. Okay? Because when she was getting, uh, okay, when all this went down with the lawyers and her, the, 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 the other charge, our lawyer said to me, he said, look, Scott, she did too much time on the original charge, the original eight-year charge, right? He said, I could have her out in front of you in six hours. But he said, how long has she been clean? I go, about two months. He goes, this is what I'm going to do. He said, I'm, as the lawyer, he said, I'm going to give her two years. But I'll get most of that two years suspended. So she'll serve maybe another 100 days in California. But she has 18 months in Wisconsin. So do a drug program. Now, if I would have gotten her out, said, okay, Aaron, have her in front of me in six months. Okay, what would have happened here? Wisconsin would not have time to pick her up. Okay, she would have walked clean from Wisconsin, but she would have been doing parole in California, where she would still be stuck here now. Okay, and her daughter would either have to a move out here to see her or live with her, or 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 b not see her. So I give up my happiness for her daughter and her, and I get kicked right in the freaking nuts for it. Not a thank you, nothing. Nothing. And she knew nothing about the lawyer deal when he said, you know, I could have her out in six hours. But she just would have violated him. She would have went back on heroin. So, yes, I gave up my freaking happiness and not even a thank you. Nothing. Acknowledge it. Nothing. Not sorry for selling your car, which I have letters in their state saying, I'll help you buy your car back. <laughs> well, that ain't going to happen because someone gets a real freaking nice car back. With 10 years of my life into it. But not well, a I'm... thank you. That's, that's what hurt the most. I'm so sorry that happened and it sounds like you're on the right track and I do have to say um, that this is all from your perspective Lizzie at any time if you would like to respond to this um, you know I welcome you too and Scott we wish you so well in the future and you've been so nice to talk to us um, any closing words about um, any of the cast you've met or your experience or advice to anyone Oh, um, the studio has been great to me. I mean, they put up with me. Um, I have a really bad sense of humor, but <laughs> end of the day, they could never fire me because well, they have so much money invested in me. I'm uh, just joking. 
Stick me. I I dare Dr. Phil to stick me on the freaking show with her. I dare you. That's an invitation right there, Dr. Phil, if you're listening. If I have enough money, I would pay the man. Okay, I would pay him because I know he did some interviews with the other cast members. Stick me on a polygraph like he does. I will give him 100% each one I miss. I'll give him $1,000 to each one of the charities he wants. Each question I get wrong. That's how that's how uh, uh, confident I am about the story and about how I portrayed it. So uh, I dare you. I think you sound really honest, Scott, and I think we're all rooting for you. And thank you so much for talking to us today, Scott. And thank you all so much for listening. You can find us on Instagram. You can search me. I'm Lily Red. Um, the podcast Red Flags Make Cute Scarves. Obviously, there's a Facebook group. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, all the good stuff. Um, we have a very special guest coming up next week also. And get in touch with me. Let me know what you want to hear about. Let me know what you think. Stay safe out there. Hope this provided a little bit of a, a distraction for for those of you that are going through some really rough times, which, which are a lot of people right now. We will talk to you next week. Have a great day. Bye.